Are you sabotaging your business with your words? Could you unknowingly be sabotaging your business with every word you say? Stay tuned today because we're going to be diving in to John Maxwell's 16 critical laws of communication that your business really can't afford to miss. So welcome back, everyone, to another episode of a Mindset Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Lucadu. I am an entrepreneur, and as I call it, like to call it, I'm an irresistible entrepreneur, and that is what I am teaching other entrepreneurs, how to become irresistible in business and in life through your communication, your mindset, your business, your strategies, your systems, your processes, and basically the way we create a holistic business today. So really great episode because what I find is communication is probably one of the most crucial aspects of your business and is usually what fails an entrepreneur because they don't have the correct techniques. Maybe they aren't actively listening like they should be. We're going to go through it all today. So here is my question to you. Could you be unknowingly sabotaging your business with every word you say? Stick around because I'm going to walk you through 16 laws that will get you back on track and let's save some deals. How about that? Let's move your business forward. Let's level up so that you never have this issue again. So number one, first law is the law of connection. So what is the law of connection? Communication is all about connecting with people. If you cannot connect with other people, then you really can't connect and communicate effectively. So connecting to people's hearts as well as their mind is what will get people to buy into your message. Remember, people don't buy from businesses. They buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And I've talked about this before. In order for someone to feel comfortable, to know that their money is being spent in an honest and transparent way, they're going to want to know that they know you, like you, and trust you. How do you establish that? One of the best ways these days is to use your social media platforms. Let people get to know you before they actually meet you. Because here's what happens. When you show up on social media, in videos, in uh, a post that you're doing, you show your value, you show your personality, you show what's important to you. And what your clients are deciding is whether they align with your values, with your character, with the way that you present yourself. Now, if you say, well, I don't like video. I don't know what to write on social media. That's where today is going to come in really important for you. Because by learning different strategies, you will then feel more comfortable, then more confident, and you will be okay putting yourself forward like this. Remember, Maya Angelou has a very, very famous quote, and she said that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How can you put other people's interests ahead of your own? 
we know that you're in business. You're an entrepreneur. That's why you're here today listening or you're watching. But people need to know that you care about them. People need to know that you understand their problem. So how do we do that? One is through the law of connection. Let's go to number two, the law of the big picture. You want to communicate with the end goal in mind, but you need to be clear about what you want to achieve. And then you craft your message accordingly. So when you are one-to-one -one with a client, what is that message that you're trying to get through? What is the problem you are trying to solve for them? And do they very, very clearly understand that from you? Or are you sort of going around the topic and you can see on their face, they're still a little puzzled about what you're talking about. Just as a reminder, your end goal is not just to make a sale. It is to build a lasting relationship with your customer. Simon Sinek says it very well. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. So do you believe why you're doing what you do? Do you believe in the product you're selling? If you're a real estate agent and you have a listing for sale, do you believe in the house that you're selling? Do you believe that it has these wonderful advantages and benefits to a buyer? Because that is what will come through. What about the first time that you meet a client? You're sitting down with them and you're trying to show them your value. How well are you doing that? And is your value aligning with their problem that you can solve for them? Because there needs to be that connection between the value you offer and the problem that you're trying to solve. When you are writing out, you're creating ads for your business. You're putting out a social media post on your business page and you really want to attract that ideal client that you know is out there for you. When you are writing your copy, that is going to go along with whatever photo or product it is that you want to sell. Always remember, what problem am I solving for this customer? It's not about the product and the product features. Stop feature dumping people. Stop feature dumping. When you're going to advertise a home, for example, you don't need to say again, three bedroom, four bathroom. You can mention that, but they want to know what is the benefit of that to me? If you can show the benefits and the value that that product has for them, that is when they will buy into what you're selling. Number three, the law of the niche. Know your audience and tailor your message to them. One size does not fit all. And when it comes to communication, analyzing your audience's demographic, their attitudes, their needs, their wants, how receptive are they to the type of message you're putting out there? Are you aligned with who your audience is? We call it the avatar. So are you aligned with who your avatar is? Do you know what their wants and needs are? Do you know what interests them? Do you know where they like to hang out? Do you know what they eat? Do you know where they shop? Why is this important? Because when you can create this persona of who it is that you're talking to, 
that is when you will create the perfect message that will attract them to you. But if you really don't know them very well, then you're sending out the wrong message. I mean, we could talk about this in any, in any facet of life. You go on a dating app, if you're looking for a certain person, male, female, whoever that is, and you're looking for people who hike, who like nature, who like eating, um, who are vegetarian, whatever the case is, and on your profile, you put that you like sitting at home, you like reading, um, you know, you like eating out, you are not aligned with the person that you're looking for. So business is no different. You need to understand who you're trying to attract. That is how you will attract them towards you. That is how you will become an irresistible entrepreneur in business. Being an entrepreneur or a small business owner allows you the unique opportunity to pivot quickly. And this is really important because large corporations don't have um, that wonderful way of just being able to adapt and change to an environment, to a market, to a different avatar. This advantage of flexibility helps you in tailoring your communication dependent on who your niche audience is. And you also have the ability to change up your audience if you see that whatever it is that you're selling is not working for that particular audience, you have the ability to pivot and go in another direction very quickly. You just have to go back, look up the persona of who it is that you're trying to attract, and now cater a new message directly to those people. Let's keep going. Number four, the law of honesty. Always be truthful and authentic in your communication. How many times have you received a text, an email, even a phone call? And I'm saying all of these things because you can't see the person face to face. But how many times have you received communication and you looked at it and you thought, oh, they're not being genuine. You know, they said thank you, but they don't really mean thank you. There are so many ways to take text, email, and even a phone call out of context when you cannot see a person's expressions. You can sense in your gut if a person is being genuine or if they aren't. The very same thing happens in life face-to-face. -face. We can see if someone's not being genuine. We can see it in their eyes. We can see it in their facial expression. We can see it in their body. Imagine standing across from someone and their arms are crossed and they're telling you how open they are. Well, their body is already showing you they're not. So these small little nuances are what we have to pay attention to when we are speaking to people. It's how we become better communicators. If you speak from your heart, tell stories that are genuine, that have happened, and offer truth within your message, that is how you will get people to care about what it is that you're saying. Warren Buffett, very smart guy, very rich guy, has said, honesty is a very expensive gift. Don't expect it 
from cheap people. In business, the longevity of your relationship with customers often depends on how transparent and honest you are with them. And if they can feel that from you, that is when they will stick by you. When they know that you have their very best interest at heart and you say those words to them, listen, I'm here for you. I've got your back. I'm going to be careful with what we do. Your interest is first and foremost what's important to me. When they hear those words from you, they will begin to believe you. Now, something that I will come back to in another episode is you know that there are different types of people. So some people need to see the written word to really understand what you're communicating. Some people need to hear your words. So make sure that you cover all your bases when you're communicating with people. Send an email saying, listen, I've got, I've got your back. I'm here to take care of what you need. We're going to do it honestly. We're going to do it transparent. And then when you see them, tell them those words again, because some people need to hear it. Number five, the fifth law of communication is the law of authenticity. Be yourself in your communication. Try not to be someone you're not. Develop your own style of communication that clearly shows your audience that you care. One of the problems that I see with social media is people try to copy the way other people are communicating. And they do a really great job on social media. But if you meet that person in person, they're nothing like that person that they are on social media. And what can happen is now the person who you're looking at is going to form distrust because you don't align with this person who you're showing to be on social media. So really be as authentic and genuine as you can on your social media channels. Do a video, talk to people, show them who you are so that when you meet them face to face, they'll look at you and say, wow, you are exactly what I imagined you to be. Actually, you're even better in person. That's what you want to hear. If you're not hearing that, as soon as they open that door and meet you, there is a misalignment. And it means you need to go back, look at your social media, watch how you are acting. What are you portraying to the world? And if it doesn't align with your, what you're really like day to day, you need to change something up. Oscar Wilde famous writer. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. In a marketplace that is crowded with competition, and it doesn't matter what industry you're in, sales, real estate, uh, coaching, whether you are a leader in an organization, it doesn't matter. If you are trying to copy what someone else is doing, you are losing your greatest asset, which is your uniqueness. There is only one of you. If you don't like who you are, then change. If you don't like that you have a negative mindset, work on that. That's why I'm a coach, because I help people work through mindset, limiting beliefs, a lack of a growth mindset. Maybe it's because of fear. 
That's why we have someone who can show us a different perspective in life. That's what I do with all of my entrepreneurs and my coaching clients. It's about showing that there is a different perspective you may not have realized simply because of what your past experiences have brought you forth today. You may not know the tools that you need to move yourself forward. So remember one thing, don't just showcase what you do or your products. Showcase your personality through video, through stories, through blogs, through vlogs, however you wish to get a message out about who you are, you need to start doing that today because that is the only way you're going to start establishing know, like, and trust with people who want to do business with you. And they're out there. Maybe they just haven't found you yet. Let's go to the sixth law, the law of listening. Oh my goodness. Listening. Um, we think it's actually something easy. We think that everyone is listening. Actually, hearing and listening are two different things. Effective communication is a two-way street. We listen to others. We seek to understand their perspective. And as Stephen Covey says, first seek to understand, then be understood. One of my pet peeves is when I am talking and you can see that the person in front of you or in front of me is simply waiting till they get their turn to talk. They haven't listened to the last thing that I've said, which is typically what active listening is. We listen to the last thing a person says, and then we continue on that topic. So be really cognizant of when someone is speaking, are you taking it in? Are you absorbing what they're saying and forming a question based on the last thing that they've said? Or are you simply just waiting for your turn to talk about you? These are two different ways of communication. When you're in a client meeting, try the echo technique. And when you echo a client, you are echoing back to them what they have just said to you, but you're doing it in your own words. It's almost like you're summarizing what they just said. But what that does for them is it makes them realize that she's been, she or he has been listening to exactly what I've been talking about. And the way to do that is to say, so if I'm understanding you correctly, what you're saying is, and then you continue. And then you look to see on their face if that is what in fact, or they'll say, well, no, not exactly. What I meant to say was this. And now you have clarity of communication, clarity of a message, and you've also got trust that is being built in this two-way communication. Let's go to number seven. I hope you have a pen and paper with you because we are going to go to 16. It is a longer episode. But what I think that this is going to do is it's going to really level up your communication skills. And there may be some things here that you have heard before, but there also may not be. So let's keep going. Number seven, the law of the heart. People are more likely to listen to you if they feel that you genuinely care about them. Be prepared 
for when you speak to someone that you show you care. Before a client interaction, before you have a client meeting, here's a little example of what you can do. Take five minutes and mentally transform yourself from business mode to people mode. This is a person in front of you. Please don't think of a person as a prospect or a lead. They can feel that. They know if you are being transactional or relational. We are looking to create relationships with people. And the way that we do that is we show that we care. So use this five minutes before you walk into a meeting and say to yourself, how can I help this person most? Two second rule. If you implement a two second rule, once they have finished speaking, formulate in your mind. If you are always jumping in as a person's talking, you haven't even let them finish their thought before you're jumping in with your own. What I'd like you to do is let them finish their thought. Now create what it is that you're going to say based on the last thing that they've just said to you. This is effective communication because now nothing is lost. It's not lost in communication. It's not lost in translation because you've taken the time, that two seconds, to translate what it is that you've understood they're saying, and then you say it back to them. One other thing is before you have a meeting, do your homework. This person that you're about to meet, what is their problem? And how are you going to solve it? What do you think their pain point is right now? What are they going through? Because here's what happens. You may go and you may have a meeting with someone, whether it is uh, a strategic call, a discovery call, whether it's a meeting in person. And here's what happens is they leave and they say, well, I think I need to think about it. If a person tells you they need to think about it or they need to talk to their spouse, there is something that hasn't been communicated. There is somewhere in that conversation that you had that you stopped listening and you tried to put your value forward before they were ready for it. So rather than getting to that point where they say, well, I just need to think about it, try and answer every question along the way and look for the facial expressions of they're a little puzzled or they're not sure, or maybe they don't believe what you're saying. All of these things will lead to a successful sale at the end. But first, you needed to understand the person who was in front of you. Now, we are going to go on to another topic. And I think it's one of the most important parts of communication. And it's actually nonverbal communication. And it is the law of respect. We show respect to others in how we communicate, but also in our nonverbal communication. Here is, here is something that I think is hugely important and not enough people take, take it to heart is respect is shown in being on time. Because if two people are going to have a meeting, it is both of your time that is valuable. And if one person is showing up late to that meeting, that is a sign of disrespect. So how do you go around that? What if you can't help it? 
Well, is there such a thing as you can't help it? Here is my question to you. You know, I was a teacher. I was, uh, I taught in high school. I've taught in university. And one thing that we could not do was be late to our classes. We couldn't. There was a whole classroom of students waiting for us. So I cannot be the last person to walk in that class. So therefore, I have for my entire life have had to pre-schedule my day. If I'm going to be driving to a class that's 45 minutes away, then I should be leaving one hour and 10 minutes ahead of time so that if there is an accident, if there is a road closure, if something happens, other than me being in an accident, I will get there on time and possibly early. That is respect for the students in my class who I know are waiting for me. But what so many people do is they say to themselves, well, okay, I have to be there at 10. It'll take me about a half hour. Well, it's okay if I leave at, you know, 9.35. It's not okay. That is a sheer sign of disrespect because you are going to be late and make that person wait. So please, the law of respect is not just in our language and how we speak to someone, but it's also in our actions and what we're doing and what we're not doing. Another part of nonverbal communication, which is in our actions, is timely follow-up. Has someone sent you a text message? Have you replied? If you are too busy to reply, do you let them know? I will reply to you by 5 p.m. There's nothing worse than a client thinking you have forgotten about them. And so the way to avoid this miscommunication is to let people know, here is the plan. So if you, for example, are a realtor and you sell homes and you have a client whose home you're selling, when you sit down right at the beginning and you're having a listing presentation, let them know then and there what the communication will be. Will it be a once a week check-in? Will you only be checking in when there's feedback? What does that look like? Let them anticipate what your goals, your aims, your objectives are, and how communication is done. If you are in a business deal, and it's going to take a little while to get through that deal in the negotiations and so on, let people know what to expect from you. I'm a busy person. I'm able to respond to an email at 9, at 12, and at 4. That's all people want. They want to know what to expect. Miscommunication happens when we don't communicate. It's really that simple. Let's keep going. Number nine, the law of relevance. Communicate what matters to your audience. Don't waste time with information that is irrelevant to what it is that you're talking about. Be clear and concise with your messages. You don't need to beat around the bush. People know if you're beating around the bush. Isn't that why when we watch politicians on television, we're like, oh my God, please just tell us the truth. Don't beat around the bush. Just get to your point as succinctly, clearly, and respectfully as you can. Let's go to Warren Buffett again. Warren Buffett, obviously very successful in his business, has had numerous relationships in business over time and has obviously learned 
successful communication techniques. He has said, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. Your clients have limited time. Make sure that you communicate, that your communication respects that. Here's a little story. I once had a very high profile client and I hadn't really had a high net worth, high profile client um, before. So my communication had always been offer lots of details, right? That's what people want. They want lots of details. No, they don't. What they want is for you to get to the point. And so after I sent that first email to him, he answered me back in two sentences. I appreciate the information. It's too much. So what I did is I summarized and sent, and that was easier to read. Less is more, my people. Less is more. Just get to the point. Be as polite and respectful as you can. But most people don't have time to read a story in their emails. This is a really great way to avoid having a lot of fluff in conversations. Now, you may think, well, I mean, is every conversation supposed to be concise? No, not every conversation. But people will appreciate it if you're appreciating their time and respecting their time. So one of really great way to start a meeting with a client or another business person is to say to them, what is the most important thing you're hoping to achieve with our meeting today? What are you hoping to achieve with what I can offer you today? What is it that they need from you? And start there. Because if you're starting with your agenda, it may not be aligning with what exactly they need. So start with what they need and then work in your value. Number 10, the law of emotion. People remember what they feel more than what they hear. Empathy is actually what gets people attracted to you. They feel a connection to you. So connect with your audience emotionally to make your message stick. Your audience, your clients should feel satisfied and glad that they spent time with you. They should walk out of that meeting and say, that is an amazing person. I am so glad I had that meeting or that call today. And you should hear that in, your vo in, in their voice. If they're not leaving a meeting with you and they're not looking and feeling like they're satisfied, you have not done the job completely. There's something that you've left that wasn't said or needed to be said or needed to be answered. At the end of the day, business is human to human. Please stop calling people a prospect or a lead. They are people. They have feelings. They have thoughts. We need to address those. And this comes under the umbrella of emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence and communication has been proven to significantly impact everything that you do in business, from your client satisfaction to the number of sales that you have 
to how successful you are, to how much money you have in your bank account. One way to employ empathy and use emotions is in storytelling. Because when you can tell a story about how your product, how your value has affected someone else, has helped someone else in their life, that is when people will begin to listen to what you're saying. People understand stories have been told for thousands of years, thousands. People gathered around a fire and the elder of the community stood up and was telling a story and was giving the teachings. Thousands and thousands of years, stories have been told. Are you telling stories? Are you giving successful examples of what have happened with your other clients? You know, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this is what happened with my other client. You know, we started like this, but then this really great thing happened and I was able to help them find that perfect whatever. And then in the end, I can't even tell you how happy they are. They send me, hey, look at the text message they sent me. They are so happy and they sent me a photo of them enjoying whatever it is that you sold them. That's what you want. You want to tell them the story. You want to show them the result of what happened. Because that is what makes it all believable. You want to make a story that they want to be a part of. They want to say, oh my gosh, I want to be their next story. Make them excited about that. Number 11, the law of exponential. You've heard of exponential growth, how you can exponentially increase your success, exponentially improve your health. Your communication can have a ripple effect. Your message can spread well beyond your immediate audience. So make sure you have a positive message that you are putting out to the world. When you speak, when you speak to a client, do you know that when they leave you, they're going to go tell someone about the conversation they've had with you? Whether they're going to tell a spouse, a friend, their parents, they are talking about it to someone else. What kind of message do you want being passed from them to the other people that they know? We live in an age where everything's going viral, right? And a lot of people want to be viral and some people don't want to be viral for negative reasons or whatever the case is. Generally speaking, we want our positive attributes to go viral. Word of mouth is everything. I mean, why is it that TripAdvisor or Expedia or Yelp or all of these other sites where you can go in and write a, a review why is it that people will believe those reviews before they'll believe what the hotel is saying about themselves or the restaurant says about themselves? Because word of mouth means everything. We want to know what other people think. The impact of words and messages have a huge reach and impact on people now. With that being said, if you have a client who has been so satisfied and happy with their results with you, make sure you have them go record a video online, record a testimonial, give you a testimonial, because word of mouth 
is everything. And if you haven't been doing that, I would suggest right now you make a list of the last year of people who you've helped, go back to them and ask for those testimonials. And if they, if you've got a really great relationship and you know that you can get them on video, even better for you. Video is even more believable than text is. 12, the law of value. Communicate value to your audience. Show them how much your message can benefit them. Make sure that you can identify and satisfy their needs by preparing a conversation, a discussion that will exceed their expectations. Let me give you an example. When I have a meeting with a client and you know they ask me about my value and so on, here's what I know going into a meeting. I have already thought about who they are. I've thought about their avatar, their persona. What type of person are they? What do I believe that they, I feel like in my understanding of them, I understand their needs. I understand their wants. So when I'm talking to them, I have tailored my discussion around their needs and wants. Now, I have also asked them ahead of time. I've started the conversation. What is it you feel like is most important for you to get out of our conversation today? I take all of that information. And then the discussion revolves around their needs, their wants. And what happens is at the end, I say, do you have any more questions? And they look at me and say, you've literally answered everything before we even asked it. And do you know why that is? Because I thought about who they are and how I can help them best. You can do the same, but you need to take that time ahead. Everyone's rushing these days. They are rushing to put in an offer. They're rushing to put out a product. They're rushing to write a social media post. If you would stop rushing and just take a pause for five minutes and think about who that person is that you want to affect on social media or in your marketing or in your discussion, your business would do so much better and your communication effectiveness would triple. Let's go to 13, the law of giving. Communication is not just about what you say, but about what you give. And that's what I was just talking about. Be generous with your time and knowledge. Now, we want to respect people's time, but in the time they're with us, boy, I hope you make it really, really worth it. So many people are a guardian of information. They feel like they need to keep their information locked up, like what they have in their minds is a secret. Let me tell you something. If you are in business and you are in sales, there is a very small chance that whatever you have in your mind, whatever ideas and strategies you have, they exist out there. You probably read them on the internet. You read them in a book somewhere. So what you hold within you is not a secret. Share your information. Show your knowledge to people. They want to know that they are about to do business with someone who is smarter in that particular industry than they are. And if you are talking to someone who is very unimpressed with what you are saying, it means you need to do more homework. You need to go ahead and do more research, look more into 
what it is that you're selling, its benefits, some research that backs it up. Wow, people, when you're at a table with them, you should be sitting back and they are, their faces are so lit up and they're like, wow, I did not know that. That is how you want to leave people. You need to be the ultimate expert in your field. And I don't care if you are new to an industry, you have the same internet capability like everyone else. Go ahead, research, look up the numbers, look up the, the people who are buying the products, look up who the other people are who have been interested in those products. If we're in real estate, before you walk into a listing presentation, I hope you have scoured the neighborhood of what has previously sold. I hope you have scoured the neighborhood from a year ago, because let me tell you, when you talk to someone, they're going to bring up the house that sold two years ago down the street, and they're going to ask you why their home isn't worth that or is worth more than that. Do your research, because when you do, then you can walk into that house or walk into an office, sit down, and it will be the best conversation you ever have with someone because you are going to wow them with the amount of knowledge that you have. But that requires you to do research and homework and know your stuff. Let's go to 14. We are almost at the end. The law of timing. Timing is everything in communication. You've heard this before. Timing is everything. It really is. And you need to know when to communicate your message for maximum effect. Great communication isn't just about what you say. It's also about when you say it and how you say it. So a perfectly timed message can make the difference between resonating with your audience and also being completely overlooked. So as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, what this could mean for you is when you are putting out a message on social media, putting out a post, when you are sending an email, are you sending them at weird times where you don't have people's attention? If you have a really important email to send to a client, do not write that email at midnight. That's just weird. Yes, you may want it in their inbox, but when they look at it and they see the time that you wrote it, I mean, do you not sleep? What you're showing them is that you literally have hours, all hours of the day. Be professional. If you're going to send a professional email, send it within professional working hours. Unless, of course, you're in real estate, you're doing a deal that has exceptional hours or you happen to be away, there's a time difference. These are the exceptions. Social media. When do you post on social media to get the most attention? You post when those people are looking at it. Now, do people look at social media most of the day? They kind of do. Um, but we do know that first thing in the morning, around lunchtime, early afternoon, evening time, four times of the day, which you are assured that people are looking at their phones. You also have to know who are you trying to talk to? Are they shift workers? What time would they be getting off? When would they be looking at their phones? Do you just deal with professionals? Are they only doctors, lawyers? Do they have a very full workday, but you know that they may go home in the evening 
and they will be looking at their phone. All of these things you should be taking into account when you want to be a good marketer and communicator. We are at 15, the law of patience. And I thank you for being so patient and walking through all of these laws with me because they really will help you. If you have found any of this very, very helpful, send me a message. Let me know that this is helpful to you. Uh, write a review for the podcast. And I am going to put a link at the bottom. Um, I will talk about this again, but I will have a link. If you want to join my Irresistible Entrepreneur Facebook group, it's free. And I go in there and I give helpful strategies, tips, and so on. So the law of patience, number 15, good communication takes time. Be patient and persistent with your efforts. Becoming an authentic communicator who is gracious, respectful, takes a lifetime to learn. But the good thing is that if you are being given strategies and techniques that work, then use them. I taught communication in university. It's what I taught. So I have been in communication for a lot of years, over 25 years. So all of these, the reason why I'm going through this, now these are John Maxwell's 16 laws of communication. He wrote them for leaders. I have adapted them for entrepreneurs like you. That's why I'm doing this, because I want you to communicate at your very best. Not everyone is born a great communicator. Not everyone went to school and learned great communication techniques, but there is no reason why you can't take these strategies and techniques and start implementing them in your business. So good communication, it takes time, but I want you to never give up and develop the resilience to continually improving your communication. It's not built overnight. And the way that you can start doing that is small steps. Start with your social media. How can I make this better? Who am I talking to? Remember who your client is. What are their needs? What are their wants? How can I get them to know me, like me, and trust me? All of these little, little things, just keep putting them back in, in your mind. On, remember those, those tapes that we used to listen to? Ro rewind, press play. Rewind, plus press play. Keep saying it over in your mind. Go through a checklist every time you're going to do something and ask yourself, do I have their needs in mind? Am I solving their pain point? Am I solving their problems? If you are, then you're doing a good job. And what will happen is you are now going to start doubling and tripling your sales because your communication is right on point. Finally, number 16, the law of celebration. What, Catherine, there's a law of celebration? Yes, there is. And we are going to celebrate your success in communication. I want you to recognize your efforts and the efforts of people who have helped you to communicate well. Celebrating other people and being grateful and thankful for them helping you will move your business along. It really will. When you celebrate yourself and others, it will uplift everyone involved and it will reinforce the behavior of having people help you or you help them. I mean, how nice is it to be appreciated, really? 
So the law of communication is appreciating, showing gratitude. If someone has taught you one thing, appreciate them for that. If you have found something helpful in this podcast today, let me know. Let me know I'm not talking to deaf ears. I would love to hear from you. And if you need help, reach out because this is what I do. I coach entrepreneurs in communication, in sales, in every aspect of business. It's okay to reach out for help and become better at what you do because that is how you double your success in life and in business. So my friends, there you have it. 16 laws of communication. Don't turn this off yet. We have broken them all down for you. We've gone into a deep dive and I've tried to give you as many practical examples as I can in the time that we've had together to get this done. Join my Facebook group. It's free, Irresistible Entrepreneurs. I've put it in the link below. If you need help, reach out. We can schedule a discovery call together. And I don't have any ads on this podcast or on my YouTube channel. So share with someone who you think might need these communication tips and say, you know what? These are really going to improve your business. You might want to listen to this. Thanks a lot, everyone. And I'm going to see you next week. Bye for now. 